0: You're tuned in to the Restaurant Rockstars Podcast. Powerful ideas to rock your restaurant. Here's your host, Roger Bodwin.
1: Hey there, it's Roger. As a former 20-year-plus operator, I started and operated super successful, super profitable restaurants for over two decades, and I'm all about value added. So when I see things that will really help you improve your operation and rock your restaurant, I'm going to tell you about it. Now, I often come across really interesting industry leaders or those who have powerful products and systems that I just know you need to take a close look at. I don't endorse things lightly, so when I see something that I would have used in my restaurants, I'm going to bring it to you. With that said, I'm really excited to introduce you to today's podcast guest, Mr. Dorn Aldana. Now stay tuned till the end of the podcast. I'm going to give you a chance to see exactly how Dorn's system works, what it'll do to explode your restaurant's marketing firepower, and give you a special deal at the end. So don't miss out. Stay tuned. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Restaurant Rockstars podcast, engaging topics that help restaurants build their brands, rock their profits, and deliver amazing guest service experiences. Now anyone who follows this podcast knows that I'm a huge proponent of harnessing your restaurant's power of your own internal marketing. You know, in running restaurants today, you simply can't underestimate the power and influence of social media marketing and testimonials. So I am super excited today to be speaking with Mr. Dorn Aldana. Hey Dorn, how are you today?
0: Better than good, better than most, brother. Can't complain, that's for sure. Thanks so much for having me.
1: Yeah, you've got a fantastic attitude, and I love your approach to life and business. So, before we get started, I want to give you, um, I want to properly introduce my audience to you, Dorn, because there's so much we're going to learn today, you know, to help restaurants rock their business. But they really need to know who you are, what you've done, and all that kind of great stuff before we really get into it. So, I'm going to launch into that first, and then we'll just take it from there. So, Dorn Aldana is the CEO and the president of MortgageMarketingCoach.com, and he's the founder of the Testimonial Engine. And that's the number one software that helps local businesses collect and share client reviews on autopilot. So as a result of his clients' extraordinary successes, he's won the prestigious Best Industry Service Provider Award three years in a row at the 2012, 13, and 14. Um, He's also the host of the Local Domination podcast, which I love. That's where local business owners learn how to get local clients fast. Since 2005, Dorn's been dedicated to helping business owners attract more clients with less effort, regardless of market conditions. How powerful is that? His life mission is to inspire and equip people to create an extraordinary life full of passion, purpose, and prosperity. So, Doran, welcome to the show today. So glad to have you here.
0: Thank you so much for having me, man. It's going to be fun.
1: So I really want to focus on the power of testimonials, because that is so important today, and online reviews. Now, you call this building business at the speed of trust. So why don't you tell us a little bit about what that means?
0: Yeah, what that means is human beings don't like risk. We don't like making mistakes. We don't like pulling the trigger on a lemon and having buyer's remorse. We've all had that experience. We all hate it. We regret it. And not only does it feel bad, it makes us look bad. And that's probably the worst thing about it is that often our purchase decisions impact other people we care about, friends, family, spouses, and the like. And so it's not just about avoiding a lemon for ourselves. It's about avoiding a lemon that impacts other people who are impacted by our decisions as it relates to who we work with, what vendors we purchase from, and even restaurants we patronize. So the key here is to mitigate risk. And everyone wants to mitigate risk. We all want to swing a better batting average when it comes to having the best experience possible, and making the right choice. And in this case, with restaurant marketing, it's all about giving people the ability to mitigate that risk by positioning ourselves as the only logical choice with more positive reviews than any of our competitors. And so when they see all these reviews, they think, dang, this restaurant is the bomb. Look at all these positive reviews. Let's check them out. They might scroll through uh, the uh, online search results and see your listing on Yelp or they might see your listing on Google or TripAdvisor or wherever it might be in their world. I know certainly all the newer generation, the generation uh Y, X, Z, who knows what they call them nowadays, the people yeah, that have yeah. their smartphones connected to uh internet at all times and all places, otherwise they go into convulsions at the mere thought of losing that connectivity. Those people have wicked adeptness and wicked skills as it relates to accessing third party credibility. Otherwise known as rave reviews, and here's an interesting statistic: 79% of consumers trust online reviews as much as personal recommendations from friends and family members. What does that mean? That means almost eight out of ten people will trust a review from someone they don't even know, don't even know from a hole in the wall, as much as someone that they know and perhaps know personally for a long time, a friend, a family member. So that's exceedingly powerful when you consider that these reviews work for you 24-7 around the clock. They never call in sick. Uh, They never uh, miss a beat. They're always there for you, serving you as your online 24-7 sales force, building that trust, that credibility. So that's really what building your business at the speed of trust is about. It's about setting up The context so that you are the only logical choice because people will not buy generally. They will not patronize unless there's a trust factor. They certainly will not come back and send friends or family unless there's that trust factor. So that's what this is all about.
1: Now that is so interesting that you say that because it's it's like human nature now to go to these reviews and it's like gospel. You believe what you read, good or bad. If you see a whole string of reviews, you're going to read them and it's actually going to influence your decision. And it's like everywhere today, whether it's a hotel, whether it's a restaurant, whether it's any business that you're thinking of buying from or frequenting, it's like everybody checks out these reviews. So it's like, it's so powerful. And you know that that really blows me away when you say that people believe that and it's more powerful necessarily than you know what your friends and family say and i believe it because yeah whenever i go to a review i've never heard of this person before but it's credible information in, in at least in my own mind so it has the power to influence decisions beyond your wildest dreams in this business and that's why it's so important that is and:
0: there's, crazy. And another thing to add to that is there's a cumulative stacking power of reviews. You know, if it was just one review for one recommendation from a friend or family member, I think they'd be pretty much on par or maybe friends and family member would have more clout and more influence in the buying decision. Uh-huh. But because reviews can be stacked and you can have two, three, four, five, a dozen, a few dozen, hundreds of reviews for your establishment, the cumulative, influential, psychological swaying power of that over just one recommendation from a friend or family, family member. It's night and day so much more powerful because you've got all these people saying all these things about you as opposed to just one person saying one thing.
1: Absolutely true. I totally see that. So Dorn, what's the best way to get reviews for your small business, for your restaurant, whatever? <sighs>
0: Well, you know, restaurants are kind of a tricky uh, uh, animal because unlike most businesses, generally restaurants don't have a system in place for capturing customer data. Uh, And that's your opportunity as a restaurateur, as an entrepreneur who owns a restaurant establishment, is to do the complete opposite. You know, if the mediocre is jumping off the cliff, you don't want to be one of them. You want to go the opposite way. When they're zigging, you want to be zagging. So that's where your opportunity is. But in the meantime, in between time, we want to find a way to get get reviews without having that data because chances are you probably don't have as much data as an average uh, financial planner, real estate agent, mortgage professional who collects that data up front. So because of that, you kind of have to use good old-fashioned paper and ink. And one of the best ways to do it is when you are getting your staff your waitresses or waiters to pass out the bill at the end of their great wow factor experience. It's simple as pie to just add an additional piece into the mix and include a little review us card. Something as simple as, you know, review us on Yelp or review us on Google or better yet capture the review first before you send them to Yelp or Google to make sure it's positive. And that's the best way to do it with restaurants because we all know that even if you do all you are able to give them a positive experience, you're always going to have a few negative Nellies that are so dang picky. Even if you do backflips 10 times, they're not going to be happy, right? So the ideal way to do it is to mitigate the risk of getting a negative review. On these review sites, which, by the way, once you get them on, if you haven't noticed by now, it's virtually impossible to remove them. They tarnish your reputation for years to come just because, you know, one wing nut complained. Right, right. So it's better to get the review first through your own system. And so, for example, with the testimonial engine, what we would do is have a review card on there And you would print that up and hand it out with all your bills. And the review card would say something like, uh, you know, enter, enter to give review us and get a chance to win a hundred dollar gift certificate, for example. Right. And so there might be, uh, if your restaurant, is called ABC Restaurant, it would be review com. You'd have a dedicated URL or domain, right? Yes. And so they go to that domain and instead of sending them to Google or TripAdvisor or Yelp, you're sending them to your own review us platform, your own self-served uh, review capture page, if you will. Love now it. the test the testimonial engine hosts that automatically for you when you have an account. But regardless of what you use, you want something like that. And then when they submit the review if it's four stars and above, we consider that a positive review. If it's three stars and below, that's a negative review. So if it's a negative review, we do damage control. We send them to a negative review thank you page that basically says, oh, we're sorry you had a bad experience. We empathize with them. And then we say, what can we do better? What, you know, what went wrong and what can we improve? And so now you're listening feedback for improvement and hopefully you're listening to that and using that in your staff meetings to orchestrate a better experience next time. But that is 100% quarantined. So it acts like a firewall. So none of that negativity is spewed onto the web. It's kept 100% private and confidential. And that's mission critical number one, is we've got to safeguard the negativity from getting onto the web. That's mission critical number one. By the way, Uh, I forgot to tell my wife I'm on this uh, call, so if you're wondering why it sounds like there's someone getting tortured in the background, I've got four kids. One of the best forms of natural birth control, by the way, is just hanging out with me for a couple minutes. So uh, there you go. There's a free gift. It's called natural birth control, listening to my kids scream in the background. You're welcome. Glad I could be of service to
1: you. You know, usually it's the dogs on my end, so I'm glad it was you this time.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, taking a little heat off you. I'm always here to serve, brother. (laughs) That's
1: (laughs) That's it. <laughs> so, you've said a lot, but it just brings me back to when I ran restaurants and literally for 20 years I took things almost to the level you're talking about because we did have a data capture. We passed out comment cards with every check presenter and we collected those reviews for about 20 years and 99.99% of them were really really positive and glowing and I used to feel really really great about that. But occasionally, yeah, you would get the complainers and we always responded, you know, to Well, you know, I did a cross-section. I thanked people for their positive reviews in person whenever I could. I thanked them via email because we had a database capture at the bottom of the card and we also had what you considered to be, you know, an incentive for them to take advantage of this. You know, we had contests and incentives using this all the time. It was super, super powerful. But that was like back in the day and now you've got my testimonial engine which the idea you just threw at me would have blown me away because if I had had this like three years ago when I owned my restaurants, like how much more powerful it takes things to the next level. So let's talk about that. I mean you gave us a little teaser taste about what customers can do to post – you know, to to collect their own URL um, reviews which is really, really awesome and prevent the negative stuff from making it online. That is just like – that's knocking my
0: socks off. I, I love that. Yeah, and that's just one part of the equation. Hopefully, a very small part of the equation. You know, hopefully, most of your reviews, if not all of them, but certainly a very, very high percentage will be positive. Uh, so, let's talk about that, shall yeah. we, in terms of how to monetize and maximize the profitability Absolutely. of those reviews? Hit me. All right, cool. So, let's say you get a positive review. Let's say we got a four-star and above. Mm-hmm. They click the submit button, and now you have permission to publish that online review because on that review capture page it has a consent blurb there that says that they're giving you permission to use that review in your marketing so now you can use that online offline etc you've got that as an asset social proof asset to build clout credibility and certainty uh, in your brand that you're legit that you're the real deal because all these other people are singing your praises now on the thank you page After they submit that review, we're going to send them to the positive review thank you page. And on the positive review thank you page, you're going to have a message that goes something like this. Uh, Thank you so much for the positive review. So glad you had such a great experience. We've met or exceeded your expectations. If you'd be so kind as to copy and paste that positive review onto these other review sites that would be much appreciated. And you can even have a draw. You can have you know, some kind of uh, shameless bribe. You can say, hey, we got a surprise gift we're going to send you if you do that. Or uh, we're going to enter your name in to win XYZ Super Galactic Prize. Whatever the case is, or you can just simply ask them. Whatever the case is, a certain percentage will jump through that hoop and do the copy and paste onto Google, onto Yelp, onto TripAdvisor, onto Facebook, etc. And that's, of course, where people see your reviews when they do a local search. So for example, if they're driving around town and they're looking for a place to eat, they might pull out their smartphone and push the home button and ask Siri you know, what's the best restaurant in LA or whatever, or whatever town you're in and boom series connected to Yelp. So it's going to serve up recommended restaurants on Yelp. Yelp obviously is probably just as influential, if not maybe a little more than Google because so many people rely on Yelp for restaurants that have the best reviews. So you definitely want to be on Google Yelp and TripAdvisor and, uh, that's how you can get more reviews by getting them to do that copy and paste on the thank you page. Now, if you have a system like the Testimonial Engine, you ain't done. You've just begun because our system automatically also auto-shares your positive reviews on your social media chan- channels. So if you have a following on Google+, yeah. Facebook, Twitter, all, right. all your followers are seeing those positive reviews come through in their newsfeed. Plus, if you have a website that you control that you uh, have – content and you want to build up your social presence with, you can just pop a little code on your website and it will auto-feed all the positive reviews right onto your website. So those are just two of the ways, among many other, that you can uh, repurpose and re-leverage those positive reviews you already have. But that's the first step, is you want to mitigate the negative reviews from hitting those online review sites. And you want to make sure you maximize the different ways you leverage those positive reviews, including sharing on your social media channels, sharing on your website and getting reviews on those key review sites. And the the key thing about it is if you give them multiple options as opposed to one option you're going to increase the odds they post on one of those platforms as opposed to none. Because if you just give them one, you say, I just want them on Yelp or I just want them on Google. The problem is if they don't have an account on those platforms, the chances of them doing it is relatively low. Even if they love your establishment and they're delighted with your service and your food and your experience, it's going to take a serious raving fan evangelist to do backflips for you and create an account just to submit a review. And the chances of that is pretty dang low.
1: So that's the autopilot thing we talked about. Like all this is done for you with my testimonial engine, which I think is super powerful. But let me take a step back because this is America and it's a huge cross section of restaurants. There's 970,000 plus full serve restaurants out there in North America. And some of them are super savvy and some of them are old school and some of them are on social media and some of them aren't. But I've got to give this advice to every restaurant owner. If you're not currently up to speed on social media platforms the power of social media marketing, testimonial marketing. You talked earlier, uh, Dorn, about you know, the Generation X, Y, Z, W, whoever they are today. <laughs> right. Guaranteed, every restaurant in America has at least 15 of those people on staff. And they're all over social media. So pick one of these people and give them the special challenge of being your social media guru, being your testimonial guru, setting all this stuff up, posting stuff to your online. You know, we did that years ago because I'm not a huge tech person. I'm not a big fan. Well, no, I'm a big fan of technology when somebody else does it for me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when I had restaurants and I had three or four concepts, it's like there were always these super smart young kids that worked for me that were just whiz bang with this stuff and i empowered them to build my social media following and my my database and all that kind of stuff and they did huge huge results for me because they were into it i wanted it done i just didn't want to do it myself so if i can give any advice to owners and operators or managers out there pick a super smart kid on your staff that's all over this stuff and watch them rock you know my testimonial engine it's just mm-hmm. killing Right? I, I
0: call it do what you do best and get the best to do all the rest. I love it.
1: Oh, my God. Oh, that's right. I forgot you're a rapper as well. Got, you
0: so- yeah, well, you know, uh, I wouldn't say I'm a rapper, but I do rhyme from time to time.
1: Oh, you're adding so much color to this cast, man. That's just awesome. So let me ask you I mean, you may have covered it a little bit, but let's get a little bit deeper. How can a business use its reviews to get more referrals? Let's make that clear.
0: Yeah, well, that's a great question. I mean, most restaurants don't even do what we're talking about, which is just simply try. I mean, I've been to probably two dozen restaurants in my city over the last two years. I haven't come across a single one that passes out a review ask card with the bill, not one. So just doing what we talked about already and doing that alone will put you above the mediocre majority in your market. But let's say you want to really pour gasoline on the fire. You want to take this to a whole other level. I want to hear it. Think about it. Who better to send you referrals? Who better to patronize you at a higher level with a loyalty program? Who better to take advantage of limited time offers than somebody who just gave you a four or a five-star review? You with me? Absolutely. So if you think about it, this is one of the best ways to deploy a strategic, designated, dedicated referral attraction campaign that is inextricably linked with your review attraction campaign. They work together synergistically. And what it allows you to do when you're asking for reviews systematically and consistently is to be able to take someone who's not in your database, who's not on your radar, all they are is a number in your balance sheet, in your register with transactions going through, and you're taking that person and now you're giving them the opportunity to ascend to higher level of value in your marketing by allowing this review attraction campaign to now let you launch a designated referral attraction campaign. So let, let me let me break this down for you. Yeah,
1: loving it. Keep going.
0: Let's say the person gives you a 5-star review and let's say now You have their name and their email and their review because you captured it independently of Google TripAdvisor and Yelp. You have it in your own database. Now you can export these people with their name and email address into a CSV file, an Excel spreadsheet. And you can import it into your own CRM. I don't care if that's Salesforce or Infusionsoft or whatever. I don't care. As long as you have a CRM that allows you to manage that contact and deploy marketing campaigns. So now we import it into your CRM. Now we can launch a loyalty program. Anytime you have a uh, limited time offer, you can deploy that announcement to your list of raving fans with all their names and email addresses in your database. Imagine how much more responsive that list is than just putting an ad in the newspaper, people who don't know you from a hole in the wall and never experienced you, right? Right? Uh, or, or doing an announcement on your Facebook group, which maybe only half of 1% are actually seeing, let alone responding to. So the email list is so much more powerful than so many of those other methods not just because the media is better, but also because your targeted list is better. And now let's say we're gonna launch a referral campaign. You can give a special incentive for sending referrals. You refer a friend and you get yours free or you get a gift certificate Uh, of X amount or you get a dollar amount of that purchase added to your account as a credit, whatever the case is. And so all of these referral programs and limited time offer programs and loyalty programs would be targeting your raving fans, which are the people who are most receptive and most responsive to the idea anyways. Yep, your core
1: audience of fans, supporters, the people that have affinity with your business. That's what I'm all about.
0: And now you can launch a newsletter, an email newsletter to all your raving fans with all the latest and greatest, the updates, the entertaining tidbits, the uh, things they need to know about what's happening next, etc. And you're building a list. And that list is worth big money when you execute these kind of campaigns where I'm talking about having it only linked to your raving fans. Very powerful.
1: Yeah, it sure is. I mean, again, you're speaking my language. We're talking a couple of things here. We're talking about the power of harnessing that database, using it for marketing purposes, using it to engage with the customer, keep them involved, keep them feeling like they belong to your business. That's the affinity part. And then I love when you mention gift certificates, gift cards, because I use those to my advantage for years. And I would give out a $15 or a $20 gift certificate, but most of the time when those things came back, people wouldn't come in by themselves. They'd come in with a party. It'd be three or four or even six people, and they would spend more money. It was an incentive to get them back in the door to spend more money, have another great time, and then obviously continue being raving fans of your restaurant. So all those things just kind of tie in together and they're just beautiful, powerful forms of what I call internal marketing. You know, using your staff and your customers to sing your restaurant's praises and it saves you so much money over traditional advertising, which is untrackable. You know, it's just throwing money out the window. This is where you should be focusing your energies and attention, folks. Right right here with what Dorn's talking about. This is awesome.
0: Yeah, and you know, if you think about it, the ideal scenario for a restaurant is to go from referral to referral to referral, right? About, repeat, yeah. repeat, repeat, repeat. And any money you're spending on advertising, whether it be radio, billboards, newspaper ads, postcards, etc., that's just to supplement your lifeblood, which is repeat and referral, so you can reach more people and get more people into that repeat and referral cycle, taking people from suspects to prospects, from prospects to clients, from clients to evangelists. That's the goal as a marketer,
1: right? What do you got that rhymes with evangelist?
0: Dude... (laughs) You got me stumped on that one.
1: <laughs> no, this is you know, this is what this is what, you know, running a powerful restaurant and dominating your competition is all about because this is such a challenging business. It's got such a huge failure rate. You need every advantage, and this to me is what I call a secret weapon. What else do you want to talk about? What are we missing here? Well, I
0: mean, a big piece of this puzzle is understanding what bit business- Business you're in. I would uh, go as far as to say most restaurateurs and most small business owners don't understand what business they're in. You know, they think they're in the pizza business or they think they're in the uh, whatever restaurant you have business or they think they're in the muffin business or the cupcake business or the mortgage business or the real estate. Whatever business they're in, they think that's the business they're in. That's a BS. That'll keep you broke. That'll keep you small. That'll keep you stifled way below your potential. The business you are in, friends, is the marketing business. You're actually in two businesses. You're in the marketing business and you're in the personal growth business. Or as I like to say, the yeah. success habit cultivation business.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The success habit cultivation business. Because rarely will your results exceed the quality of your daily routines. And your routine should be working on your business, not working in it. Your routine should be marketing your business not just being in the kitchen stirring pots, being the chief cook and bottle washer. right? You want to multiply your revenue. You want to multiply your profits. You want to multiply your freedom. Stop being a technician in the kitchen and start being a marketer. Stop being a restaurant owner and being a restaurant marketer. That's where all the money is, is being a restaurant marketer, not being a restaurant owner.
1: Yeah, and I'll take that a step further because it's really about systems across the board in your restaurant and you are so right and I'm so glad you brought that up because yeah, you ask the average restaurateur manager what business are you in, oh, I'm in the restaurant business. They think it's a trick question. So, you know, when I ran restaurants for so many years, I was not in the business of running a restaurant. I was in the business of running a business. Marketing was a huge part of that. And then, you know, you ask them, what are your products? And they'll say, oh, we sell food and drink, or I specialize in pizza, or whatever it is. No, you're in the business of entertainment and consistency. Those are your products. And that makes all the difference in the world. I'm so glad you brought that up.
0: Well, if you think about it, even the human resources, the recruiting, the yeah. training, all the culture that you do inside of human resources, uh-huh. that, that's all marketing. Because yeah. at the end of the day, you take care of your people. Your people take care of your, your customers. Your customers will come back. They'll sing your praises. They'll refer friends and family. So at the end of the game, all that you're doing in terms of your people development, your people acquisition, your training, and et cetera – is all marketing? That's all part of your marketing. Because if you miss the beat on that, if you speed up marketing but you suck, then all you're doing is speeding up the rate at which people find out you suck. You're right. That's not going to go so well.
1: That's a dangerous game, right there.
0: Yeah. House order <laughs> exactly.
1: <first. laughs> right. Oh my god.
0: Yeah. So I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big proponent of finding a daily routine
1: mm-hmm.
0: that is not. A possibility of thriving, it creates an inevitability of thriving, right? Most people they just fly by the seat of their pants. I imagine that the restaurant business is notorious for people who are running around like chickens with their heads cut off, and it's virtually impossible to pin them down for twenty minutes, let alone two hours, to do anything of consistent, focused, profitable working on the business as opposed to in the business type of activity. Is that a fair assessment?
1: Hallelujah, brother.
0: Yeah, exactly. So you want to double your revenue and double your time off in the next 12 months or less? You got to start thinking of yourself as being number one in the marketing business, number two in the success habit cultivation business. That means the business doesn't run you, you run it. That means you have a daily action plan, modus operandi as to not how the time is going to run you, but how you're going to run your time. What are you going to do? Do you have a plan for the day? Do you have a block scheduled? Do your people know when you're available and when you're not available? If you're always available to your people anytime they want, that's actually not serving them. Did you know that? It's not serving your people when you're available anytime they dang well feel like distracting you or interrupting you. They can just barge in and talk to you.
1: Good that's,
0: not, that's not serving them. You might think it is, but it's not. Because now you're sucked into operations, you're sucked into the vortex of management and all this stuff when you should be working on the business, setting up systems policy Mm -hmm. protocol procedure so that you can have managers taking those questions for you. How are you going to get to the point where you have managers taking all those questions for you? if you're constantly leaving the door open for people to distract you, interrupt you and derail you anytime they dang well feel like it.
1: That's an absolutely accurate assessment because again, you you run a restaurant and unless you put these systems in place, you will not have productive time to rock your business, to rock your marketing, to rock your testimonials. It won't happen because aside from your staff, I mean, it's, it's one of those businesses where every five minutes, there's somebody at the back door that wants to sell you something. The phone is ringing off the hook all the time with you know, people trying to interest you in things you think you don't need. And it's like, how do you possibly get to what I call a business of a thousand details if you allow that to happen, if you don't create those boundaries and you know set time where you can talk to your people, but the rest of the time, you should be, like you say, working on your business now so you decide how or if you work in that business in the future and that is a system
0: I couldn't have said it better brother and by the way for those of you who did what I did which was had a great book on the bookshelf called the E-Myth from Michael Gerber and let it collect dust for a decade without reading it I would strongly suggest you do not make the same mistake I did you picked up that book and you read it and get the audio book and listen to it One of the best life-changing shifts in my career is reading that book and starting to apply it, working on the business, not just in the business.
1: That was killer. I so enjoyed talking to you today, Dorn. Is there anything else you want to leave our audience with? I'm going to put your URL in the show notes to this podcast. Um, But yeah, you, you can say anything else you want, whether it rhymes or not. (laughs)
0: Well, I would like to talk about a a tool that's been working great for my clients that is probably very congruent with the restaurant business even though it is certainly unorthodox it's a little letter called the magic wand letter and it's designed to go out with a toy magic wand enclosed and you could actually mail this out to your clients if you uh, get their mailing address and that could be part of your royalty program so once you get a royalty pro uh, not a royalty but loyalty and that loyalty will pay you royalty so they do kind of go together and they rhyme too by the way and rhyming is always a good idea especially if it's rhyming on time. And now I'm just digressing. So what you want to do is send out this letter, and this letter is going to include a toy magic wand, and it will have a headline at the top that says, I wish, I wish, poof, I could have more clients like you. And so it's cheesy as heck, but the whole premise of the letter... The whole premise of the letter is that they're awesome, and you wish you could have other awesome clients just like them, and perhaps they could make your wish come true by sending you referrals. And if you send that to people in your loyalty program, I'm telling you, it'll blow the doors off your referrals, especially if you have someone you know, on your marketing team to follow up with people and asking for people to uh, to come in and send a referral and tying it in with some kind of a, you know, bring a friend and you get your your uh, entree for free some kind of a program like that you know huge especially if it's a limited time thing or if it's only available for you know the next 30 days or something like that anyhow i had a client send out 50 of those letters he brought in 18 g's in revenue within a matter of 30 days And it cost them about 200 bucks. not a bad ROI, right? That's
1: huge. I love that idea. You know, that's unforgettable. Like, who isn't going to remember something like that? And not only remember it, but tell their friends. I mean, there's more referrals and testimonials, no matter what they thought of it. It's like you get a magic wand letter in the mail. It's like, who aren't you going to tell about that? It's so unusual yet powerful.
0: Exactly. So we've got that letter and as a reward for people – hanging with you and listening to this episode, I'd like to hook you guys up with a complimentary access to that letter among many other wicked awesome referral and review attraction tools with a kick-ass toolkit called the Ultimate Testimonial Toolkit. And it's got uh, checklists and tools and templates and -and plug-and-play turnkey referral and review campaigns and letters etc including that magic wand letter awesome and they can get access by going to my dot forward slash rock stars with an s Rockstars forward slash Rockstars. So check it out my dot com forward slash Rockstars. You just opt in there, you'll get access for free instantly, and uh, that's your little gift for hanging with us today.
1: I totally appreciate that special gift just for my listeners at uh, mytestimonialengine dot com forward slash Rockstars. Love it, you- Dorn. Hey, um, let me let me leave the audience with one thing. Do you have a specific success quote that you can dazzle the audience with? Again, if it rhymes or not, doesn't matter. Just hit us with something inspiring.
0: Well... I had a hard time coming up with one because there are so many. You know, one of my best mentors is Jim Rohn. I could come up with my own, but I feel that the legacy of Jim Rohn still lives on. He's been such a blessing to me. Even after his passing, his legacy lives on in so many people's hearts and minds as his message is so so transformative and impactful and profound. And one of my favorite quotes from Jim Rohn is, if you work hard on your job, you'll make a living. If you work hard on yourself, you'll make a fortune. And I can't think of anything better and more impactful. Once you really absorb that and synthesize that and have it seep down to every cell in your being and you live that out, Reminding yourself that you're not in the restaurant business. You're in the success, habit, cultivation business. You work hard on your job, you make a living. You work hard on your restaurant, you make a living. You work hard on yourself, you make a fortune.
1: That's fantastic. I just had to write that down because I'm not going to forget that one. Killer Dorn, man. I so enjoyed talking to you. You've got so much energy You are just such a powerful speaker, and you do so much for all the different businesses that you represent, and you've been a fantastic guest today. So once again, I'm going to share that URL in the show notes. Dorn, thanks for being with me today. That was the Restaurant Rockstars podcast. If you like what you're hearing, please give us a review on iTunes. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Rock your restaurant.